Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Greetings. Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. Today's episode, what is the gift tax and how much can you gift tax free? You know, gifting is such a great thing for both the one doing the giving and also, of course, the recipient. But how much can you gift before the IRS comes knocking? You might be surprised to know that for many people, they'll never pay taxes on those gifts. So let's see how the tax gift or the gift tax works. Well, first of all, what is it? The gift tax is a set of tax rules around gifting. Annually, you can give $15,000 tax-free, which is up from $14,018. So if you go over that $15,000 mark, you still don't actually owe taxes until your lifetime limit is reached. That limit is $11.58 million for 2020. That's up from $11.4 million in 2019. The limit actually had a huge jump in 2018, going from 5.4 million to 11.18 million. Okay, so the lifetime limit continues to increase each year. Unless you're giving millions of dollars, you're not likely to ever pay taxes on those gifts. So here's a note. Gifts to certain entities are actually already tax-free. And this is like hospitals, churches, nonprofit 501c3 organizations, and also just paying tuition directly to a school. Now, when you keep your gift to $15,000 per person per year, there isn't any paperwork involved. This makes gifting very simple. But once you go over that 15K, you'll have to file IRS Form 709. So who pays gift taxes? All right, so the person gifting pays taxes, and files necessary paperwork when going over the $15,000 limit. The person receiving the gift doesn't either. But what about a married couple? So married couples have a combined tax return. Each of them is subject to the $15,000 a year limit. So in other words, the IRS does not look at a married couple of one entity and limits them to $15,000 in total. Instead, they're, of course, $30,000. So there's a method calling splitting the gift that applies to married couples. For example, let's take a look at a father who wants to gift $30,000 of property to his son. However, that's $15,000 over the annual limit. What shall the father do? He goes to his wife and asks her to, to be a consenting spouse. In doing this, the wife basically hands over her $15,000 to the husband. Now the husband can gift $30,000 without reducing his lifetime limit. So let's take a look at an estate example. This is a big one. So John owns an estate that's worth more than 11.58 million bucks. That's a lot. When John passes, his heirs will be subject to a 40% estate tax at the federal level on the amount above 11.58 million. So what can John do to reduce the taxable amount of his estate? Instead of gifting the majority of his date on of his estate on death, John can actually gift while he's still alive. 15,000 per year per person might not sound like much, but if John can gift to many people each year, it's going to add up fairly quickly actually. <laughs> There's an additional benefit to giving while you're still alive. By giving while you're alive, 
you not only reduce the potential taxable amount of your estate, you just get far more joy out of it than if you were dead, obviously. You get to see the impact you gifting has on people's lives. You know, just think, if you give $15,000 every year to a nephew who keeps saving for college and eventually earned his degree, you'll know you played a big part in that. And that's pretty cool. Okay, now let's take a look at gifting stocks because this is like just the opposite. So say a stock goes from $50 to $100. Anyone who inherits the stock upon your passing gets a $100 cost basis because of the step up basis. If you gift it while you're alive, their cost basis will be $50. So in essence, they pay a $50 long-term capital gain tax on each share. Not exactly a good deal. So here's an example of gifting to multiple people and also to help limit workarounds. If the annual gift tax limit is $15,000, what does that mean when you want to gift to multiple people or give more than $15,000 to one person? So the limit applies to per person per year. If you want to give to three people, the total limit for all three $45,000. This means you don't have to worry about exceeding the limit for multiple people if you don't go over $15,000. What if you want to gift $50,000 to one person? Well, we already know you're going to hit that $15,000 limit. However, if your time frame allows, you can gift $15,000 near the end of the year and another $15,000 at the beginning of the following year. So that's a total of $30,000 to one person almost as if they received it all at once, all 30000 at one time. Only $10,000 out of 50000 now goes toward your lifetime limit. That's a pretty cool deal. You can take that even further. So after gifting 30000 if the person can wait a year, you'll be able to gift the remaining $10,000 tax-free, assuming you haven't gifted more than 5000 during that year. Now, the gift tax limits how much one's estate can be given away tax-free while they're alive. Otherwise, people would be able to give away their entire estate tax-free. So for many people, $15,000 a year will be plenty. For the rest, they have $11.58 million in 2020 before taxes kick in. Not a bad deal. Hey, if you have any other questions about gift taxing or anything else you could possibly want to know about finances and money and investing and all that kind of stuff, there are tons of resources for you and we'd love to help you out. It's at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for stopping by today and we'll talk to you again very soon.